Welcome to the Wellness Members Club. What is the Wellness Members Club? This is your safe space to get real with yourself. Where you get vulnerable and you feel validated. And an aesthetically pleasing place to talk about the ugly truth of life. Welcome Welcome to the club, club, sis. Hello, hello, guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Wellness Members Club. We are so hyped to have you here. Nicole and I have been going through it this week, so it's going to be a funny episode as per usual. And yeah, we're so excited to have you and we're back. So it started off, what was well and what was unwell for you, Abby? What was well is that my birthday is in the next couple of days, which is so exciting. I'm turning 28, which like, when did that happen? But um, what's unwell is all of the nonsense I've been dealing with, like with my past coming up and punching me in the face, it's just been heavy. And I was really trying to not let it happen and resisting anything to change. But now I just gave in and I'm like, okay, 20, it's looking great. But it was an unwell week realizing that a lot of work has to be done to release. And what about you? What was well and unwell? Yeah, I feel the releasing part, but that made me think of I was watching the Kardashians and Kylie's like, you're basically 30. <laughs> She's funny. <laughs> no, I saw that video and I was like, I feel that. It's so <laughs> I funny. Feel it. So this past week, it was the solar eclipse and I mm-hmm. detoxed physically, digitally, and mentally. Mm-hmm. And a lot of stuff from the past that I thought I moved past were still very well attached to me emotionally and through emotions of resentment and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I'm going through this rapid transformation of I think I'm getting places and then I go through another transformation. I'm like, oh my God, I didn't even realize that. Like I just keep becoming more awake and awake and it's overwhelming and kind of lonely at the same time because you feel alone through it but yeah i'm thankful that i have you and other friends that are going through similar things because if Mm -hmm. i didn't i would just be super overwhelmed likewise and it's weird because when you're going through that and you literally have to be with yourself and you have to isolate a little bit and be in solitude it's like you have fomo of doing regular things in your day-to-day that you'd really like to do but you're like i literally can't avoid this this feeling of anxiety is so high and i have to give attention to these parts of my life that i've been ignoring to sit with yourself and get through the bullshit and really face it all. But we'll probably get into that a lot more through this episode. And geez, geez, what a week. Hey. And I also listened to uh, another podcast today, but it was by Gretchen, I don't know how to pronounce her last name, Garrity. <laughs> and it was how to embrace alone time, being an extrovert. And I think I'm a close to equal balance of introvert and extroverted. But I definitely am someone that needs to socialize to really be happy. So same with what you were saying, it is lonely, but I'm trying and well, that's the unwell part. But the well part is embracing and being comfortable with being alone. And I slowly am falling into that. Yeah. And making yourself your comfort zone, which is hard because you and I both went through many years of people pleasing, but also not just people pleasing. We became codependent. So we needed other people to reassure us that what we are doing is correct or help console us in our emotions. And then there comes a point in your healing journey when you're like, oh, I can't go to someone to console me on this. I have to console myself. And so that's probably what you're going through right now where you're having to like really just meet yourself and comfort yourself and get through it. 
and you yeah. can't avoid it. So it's not like you can go and just like do a quick little workout and it goes away or go and journal. It's not enough. It's like you have to really sit with yourself, have a very heart to heart, ugly conversation uh, and get through it. So if I can feel that. But yeah. on the on the topic of today, we're going to dive into confidence. And I would love to know what your perspective is on confidence. My perspective on confidence is it all comes from within. So if you want to wake up one day and be confident, you can. It's very easy to wake up and not be confident. So it's a mental choice that you're making every single day to wake up and, okay, I'm going to be confident. But what is yours? My perspective on confidence is honestly being courageous and not not even being concerned about what anyone's thinking, the logistics of anybody else's life. I think confidence comes with being present and just knowing yourself. It comes from trusting yourself. But it's like this thing of not caring about the outside world's opinion on you at the same time. There's a quote that I really like, and it's something like a confident person doesn't walk in a room and compare themselves and think they're better than them, than other Mm -hmm. people. It's a confident person walks in a room and isn't even thinking about what other people think of them. And I can confidently <laughs> say that when I walk into a room, I'm, I'm not even thinking about anything else that's going on in that room. For instance, I'm in a restaurant and I'm walking to a bar. I'm not wondering like, oh, are these people going to look at me? Whatever. I literally just go. That's it. But I remember in the days where I was really insecure, I was like wondering what people were going to think, if anyone was going to turn their head at me and whatever. It's just funny when you get into a place of confidence, you're like, yeah, I'm just fucking living. That's that. What would you say is the biggest thing that you did for yourself to go from not a confident person to stepping into a confident person? I think first step was accepting that there was a gap between me and confidence. And it was owning that I was insecure and out loud saying, oh, insecure person, I have shit to fix. And it was admitting and accepting that that part of my life needed attention. And then it was writing out all the areas of my life that really made me feel like cringing or made me feel uncomfortable or made me feel embarrassed or all of those moments or even just writing out all of the the past experiences of, that I've had in life that have made me you know that feeling of embarrassment you get when you think of something you did when you're in fifth grade that you embarrass the fuck out of yourself in front of your classroom or you think of a moment in high school where you're like ew I can I can cringe at the thought of it I sat with myself and wrote all of those out I was like oi how do we not connect to those stories anymore? And how do we start building up confident Abby? But what about yeah. you? What did, what did you first do to start stepping into confidence? For me, coming from a people pleaser, a really insecure person in basically every way, like mentally mm-hmm. and physically, I think what makes me confident personally is feeling good in my body. So physically is super, mm-hmm. super important to me. And I think that's why I'm so passionate about having this baseline of consistently showing up for my body. Right. But also setting goals and showing up for myself, like building that trust with myself, like you said. And I think journaling is the main thing that kind of keeps me on track and really keeps me consistent showing up for myself because it's really the past version of myself. It's really easy to say, oh, I want to start going to the gym five days a week. I literally would not wake up. Yeah. And I'm just how am I going to transform into this confident person when I'm saying these things that I'm not her at all? Yeah. So no, that, that was completely. the main thing. Yeah. I get that completely. On the the road to confidence, there's so many hurdles that come along the way. And there's so many times that you're going to have to be like getting in that uncomfortable position of feeling insecure and just like pushing through it. But I think a lot of confidence, honestly, 
unfortunately for me came from first from appearance, like working on my appearance was a big thing for me because I wanted to feel confident and in love with my body before I could own this demeanor of a confident person. So like what you said about like exercise and stuff, I think that was a big part of it as well. And then there's like this emotional part, but I feel like there's a lot of work to be done if you're a person that needs constant external validation from people. And being that I used to be a professional model, so much of my worth stood on what I looked like. And it was knowing that confidence also comes from knowing how you carry yourself, knowing your beliefs, knowing your values, and knowing what you stand for. It's like, I truly know what I believe in. I know what I stand for. And I would have never fall for anything else. And I always think of this quote that makes me think about how to be confident. And it's stand for nothing and you'll fall for everything. And I feel like only insecure people who don't know their identity or don't know what they attach to are the ones who will fall for anything in life. As a girl and female in society with social media and just our society in general of what beautiful is, there are so many of us in constant comparison with what we look Mm -hmm. like and confidence and comparison go hand in hand. If you're constantly comparing yourself, you're never going to feel confident, to be totally honest. So if you need to do a social media detox, if you need to unfollow people that don't make you feel confident, you should do that because you're going to be in a constant, oh, I can do this better. And like, no, you're good how you are. Set some habits and do things that you want to do and what makes you feel confident. And with the physical appearance, like what you said, how you can just get thrown off track any day. So I think it was three weekends ago. I was going out with my friends and like we got all dressed up and I felt good, but I was bloated and my stomach kind of hurt. And I felt physically so not good in my skin, not confident. And the night was just not great for me because of that. Why did that happen to us? Like I even had that happen a couple of days ago and I was like, I'm just bloated. So I'm assuming I'm just gassy (laughs) and that makes me not have confidence. And that's fucking bizarre. Like, is that something that's been taught to us? Like, has that been instilled in women's brains that when you're a little bit bloated, you don't have a flat stomach, that your confidence should be down? Like, why does that actually happen to us? I need to go and research this. I think there actually is a gut health science behind you being bloated because it's kind of associated with being nauseous for the most Mm. part and mind gut connection. You don't feel great. But also your gut produces, I think it's like 80 to 90% of your serotonin, which is the happy hormone or happy chemical. And it makes sense if your gut's thrown off that day, if you're going to be feeling like less serotonin, you'll probably have a, we got to do some science research here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do some research. <laughs> I'll come back to you guys on Instagram. Yeah, we really do. <laughs> Hot messes. Yeah, literally. So I want to bring back comparison. And I think this is super important not to compare yourself to others. But I want to ask you, as someone who feels confident walking in a room and doesn't really compare themselves to others anymore, what would you say is your biggest habit that you do daily to not compare yourself to others? One of the things that takes a perspective shift. So for those of you listening, I need you to get your head out of I'm less than someone when I look at someone. You have to look at them like they have their own walk of life. I have my own walk of life. I have my own journey. And then when you look at their journey, instead of using them as a comparison, I use people as evidence. I look at them and be like, okay, that person proves to me that that's possible. Because I don't look to compare myself to people appearance-wise because I'm like, I can't be morphed into somebody with a giant butt, tiny waist, huge tits, and like platinum blonde hair and brown eyes. Like that's just not possible. 
So I'm like, it's not possible to be morphed into that. I don't want to morph into that. So I'm not going to compare myself on appearance basis, but I look at their life like job wise. I look at when they have a family because those are things that I want. Or I look at their fashion sense and things. And instead of looking at them like, I wish I had this, I look at them like, okay, that's proof that it's possible, that it's attainable. And I, I use them to empower me versus to disempower me. If that makes sense. Yeah. I use them as an inspo board. So anything on my Instagram feed, I don't even see people as like, a, they make me feel less than. I look at them, I'm like, okay, she's fucking winning. Good for her. I'm proud about her. And she's proof that being fit is possible. And I think that's fucking cool. Yeah. And I like that you touched on the physical because it's so interesting. Like, you know, there's two different types of gym girls. Like there's Pilates and tall and skinny. Like, kind And of then there's shredded in. muscle girls. Yeah. yeah. And, but we both almost look at each other and are like, oh, like maybe I should look more like that. And we always think if we're not confident people and we see gorgeous women around us that we're automatically less than, but they're probably thinking the same thing about you. It's Everyone true. has their own unique, beautiful features that you don't even realize because you look in the mirror every single day and are like, oh, this again. This again. But no, I actually got to a really good point in my life because I used to be really insecure, like in high school. And mm-hmm. I talked about this on my TikTok before, but just with my physical appearance and that led me into having an eating disorder. Mm-hmm. But I think for me, just showing up every single day and connecting with my body is what really helped me on a physical level as well. One of the other things that helped me on a daily basis that you asked, I didn't really answer that properly, was when I see women that I will purposely look at something in them and I will be like, I'm going to find something beautiful in her. Like any person I see, I will go and find something beautiful. I don't, I don't see flaws when I meet somebody. I'm not looking at them and be like, oh, they have a pimple on their face. They have this, they could lose weight. I don't think things like that at all. I literally look at someone, I'm like, what can I, what can I honor in that person's face or in their appearance? Like what makes them different? And I look at something unique within a person to highlight about them. And that helps me as well with myself. Cause I'm like, okay, people must look at me like that. And like, they must see something unique in certain ways. So I think looking at other people and not judging them and catching yourself, if you're passing judgment upon other people to realize that you're probably just projecting your own insecurity and you're making yourself more insecure versus confident. And you just stop projecting that on people, stop judging people. And you'll, you'll be less judgmental on yourself in time. Right. Uh, so it's like to catch yourself when you're being harsh on others appearance or your own. I totally agree with that. And it's so funny that you say that because last week I struggled with hormonal acne on my mm-hmm. mouth area, just like mostly on my chin and just out in the everyday world, mm-hmm. I was noticing more mm-hmm. that people had pimples on their face. And it's so interesting that you say that because I am so hyper aware myself that normally so I don't see in other people. Yeah. Like I don't see pimples on people's like, I don't, I'm not even looking at that normally, mm-hmm. but when you are hyper aware of things on yourself, you're going to judge others. And when you judge others, you're just judging yourself. So I like that mm-hmm. by helping yourself stop judging other people and you're actually helping yourself not judge yourself as well. Yeah. And not to drop some neuroscience or psychology, but I'm going to because I love knowing how the brain works. We have what's called our RAS system. And say you pick, you want to see a dandelion. Keep thinking about it. You start to notice them because your brain's RAS system will start to look for them. It'll start to look for where can I see dandelions and when thinking about them, I need to search for them. Or your RAS system will also pick up on people talking about it. Someone will mention dandelion at a table next to you in a Starbucks and you're like, oh, interesting. Your RAS system will purposely 
pay attention to whatever you're constantly putting in your subconscious mind. So if you're doing it on an insecure level and you constantly are thinking about your hormonal acne, you're going to go notice it in other people because your RAS system is literally like, we think about this, we need to find it in our external reality, which is actually really crazy, but it also applies to anything. It applies to finding opportunities. It applies to um, meeting people who have the same like mindset as you, your brain first picks something to obsess over and then the RAS system will look for it. So it's, just know that when you're obsessing over something on yourself, you're going to start judging other people for it. And when you catch yourself judging other people, use that as a sign to know that you need to do some self-reflection and sit with yourself a bit. Yeah. And what helped me last week was I really zoomed out on what is important in life because I, I'm not kidding. It's embarrassing that I'm saying this, but I never really struggled with acne on my face. And then I came off hormonal birth control eight months ago. And now it's just every month around that time. I'm getting pimples. So right now I'm just doing this whole cleanse where hopefully this month, keep you guys updated, but <laughs> it doesn't happen. Um, but I had to change my mindset and really zoom out. I'm like, I'm about to have a mental breakdown about five pimples on my face. Like, come on, girl. We have to catch ourselves. There's so many other difficult things going on in the world. We're going to lose ourselves over this. But there's also a balance with having grace for yourself, but also being like, come on. There's, yeah. there's harder things to get through. Like we have to not pick this one, like pick your battles wisely. You know yeah, what I mean? Just changing your focus. Like instead I, instead of constantly thinking about, oh, how can I fix my face or what, what products can I use when in reality it's all coming from internally. So yeah. I did what I could control of, okay, how can I move forward and balance my hormones? So as you know, mm -hmm. we like uh, last Saturday, we went through a deep dive <laughs> out of balance. Wellness clothes. obsession, girls. We are yeah. both like, something's got to give. And <laughs> she went to the market and started grabbing all her veggies and, and fruits ready to juice. And I was like, I'm buying so many books about hormones and fertility and like mental health. I was like losing it, just like diving into wellness that day. So fun, yeah, everybody. so give us two months and we're going to be hormone pros for you guys. Yeah, we're going to be ready to ready to help you guys out with balancing your hormones. Yeah. But one of the other things I want to bring up with that is knowing to have grace with yourself throughout the cycles of your period. And I really want to bring someone on here that's going to help us talk about cycle syncing. But I think that confidence really varies, at least for me, the week before my period, I am low as fuck. I hate every ounce of my body. I look in the mirror and I am nitpicking every single thing. But I think the thing to remember is like, you have to tell yourself like, I think it's best to go and do research about how your cycle works and understand each phase to know that that's going to happen and understand the hormone drop that you have. So whenever that's happening, you catch yourself looking in the mirror being like, oh, I hate what I see. Be like, oh, you know what? My hormones just dropped. I'm feeling this way because of that. It's not a real thing. It's just, it's just my chemical imbalance right now for this week. And I need to let it go. And you have to reassure yourself with the fact that that's happening. Versus like really diving into it and being like, I need to fix this about myself. I hate this. Like, no, those feelings are going to subside the day your period arrives. And I think that's yeah. one of the things that helps me whenever, because like the, the times I feel the lowest are right before my period starts. Yeah. I saw a TikTok actually that was so funny. And if I find mm -hmm. it, I'll send it to you. But it was this girl and it was like, does everyone just wake up one day out of the month and feel ugly as shit? Or is it just me <laughs> for a week? <laughs> But it's so true and you're, so you accurate. control it. Like your hormones are just. Yes, I feel like an absolute gremlin. Four days before my period, I want to change my entire identity, my entire life. I want to go cut my hair off. I want to go train at the gym for 10 hours, but I have the energy of a fucking walnut. Like I, it's actually crazy. And then 
my period arrives, I'm like, oh, just kidding, I'm fine. Gorgeous, <laughs> never mind. And then when I'm ovulating, I am like fucking Medusa. I literally could like destroy men's lives. Like I think I'm the hottest <laughs> thing on earth. And I'm like, I if I look at anyone, they're gonna turn to stone because I'm hot. And it's just because I'm ovulating. <laughs> That's my body's own biology just trying to attract a mate. That's sick. We need that. It's it's sick. It only lasts about five days for me, but I'll take it while it lasts. That's funny. Hormones. We need to bring somebody on here because that's a big part of confidence, balancing those bad boys. Yeah, I have an episode planned probably for season two, but we might need to get her on here. Yeah, a little sooner. The girls need need help. Yeah. Wait, have you been seeing... This stuff on TikTok, just speaking about like being a girl, because the last week I've just really loved being a girl, even though there's the nitty gritty of being on your period. I was on my period this week, too. But I was just like, it's so fun that we can be like absolute feral rats and the next day, like super pretty and put together. And like I'll see like girls on TikTok dressed like Shrek twerking and like just being goofy with their friends and the next one is a girl perfectly putting on her makeup and i'm like it is so fun being a girl like we can be anything and i love that so much like we can be feral rats or we can be fucking hot and that's my favorite thing on earth but i've been seeing these videos that have been making me laugh my ass off on tiktok and it's about like how they're gonna try to draft women into war and i know that's like a heavy topic but girls are taking it so funny yeah it's like there was this one video that a bunch of girls driving a tank through the Starbucks drive-thru and it's like we're taking a break from war practice to go get a shaken espresso with oat milk and I was like shut (laughs) up war practice that's so funny it was like being a girl is so stupid but it's so good I have to send them to you they make me laugh so much because I'm just like we're just all I wish we could all just honor each other and just come together because like I love being a woman I love being a part of womanhood it's just so fucking fun and it's shit that men can never understand and they'll also never understand the girls bathroom and the level of confidence that I get when I go in the girls bathroom when I'm out is top tier and I just wish I wish men just could just get a glimpse to understand how it feels it's just fun literally yeah and like us making Pinterest boards like Friday night Pinterest boarding. I was eating a pizza on Pinterest and I was like, what it is to be a woman. <laughs> it's my favorite shit. So I think funny. we are living parallel lives because this is so weird. But this past week, I have been just everything girl. Mm-hmm. Candles, pumpkin, like just lavender <laughs> matcha. Like I've just been embracing fall Good. to the max in the girliest way. In fall, we fall in love with being a girl. It's my favorite shit. Even today, I'm in Florida, but it's like brisk and cool outside. It's like 70. I'm like, in fall. So stupid. <laughs> I could wear a bathing suit right now, but it's nice out. Yeah. And I'm like, it feels good to be alive. Just when I like yeah, I be it. embedded in pumpkins. It's freaking funny. I think we should probably unpack our what was unwell about our week because I think that comes with a level of confidence to conquer it. I think we should get into what we've been unpacking. unpacking oh, we want to get deep. Okay. Let's get deep. <laughs> All right. For me, the detox really brought up a lot of things and I almost needed it because I was living to bring back up. Like, I feel like right now I'm going through a period of time where there's a lot of solitude. It can feel very lonely. I'm alone genuinely a lot. I work a nine to five remotely and yes, I have friends, but (laughs) they're not by me. I feel um, super lonely a lot and Mm -hmm. it opened up just a awakening in me to really becoming comfortable with being alone. And it brought up things of why do I feel uncomfortable alone? And it almost came down to, I don't trust myself fully in a few ways. And I think that also relates to confidence 
because I don't have confidence within myself to do things that I'm going to say I'm going to do. So trusting yourself and confidence really do go hand in hand. And now that I'm awakened to that, because if you would have asked me two weeks ago, I'm like, yeah, I'm good, sister. Like, I'm confident. Mm -hmm. And I trust myself fully. But when I really went into what do I want to let go of and attachments that I may have from the past that I'm holding on to and just negative thought patterns, I realized that I don't fully trust myself. You said you did a detox. Can you elaborate on what that detox was? Yeah, so I just felt really not good in my body, mentally. Every day was the same. So I was like, okay, I can either live another day like this and just feel blah and not great, or I could do something different. So I just looked it up and did a juice cleanse. And honestly, I went to the store. I didn't do anything where I was like buying bottles of stuff. I went to the store, bought a shit ton of vegetables and fruits and ginger and turmeric root. And then I just did a juice cleanse. And at night I did eat protein. So I had some chicken just because Mm -hmm. I was working out. So I wanted to eat something, but Mm -hmm. I kind of just listened to my body and I really felt lighter and clearer detoxing physically. And then I detox digitally because a lot of social media, I mean, it's easy to compare and it's easy to compare in so many different ways. I think I, I'm not perfect now. I mean, I go through phases of, I look at other girls and I'm like, Oh, like she's gorgeous. Like I might not be as gorgeous as her Mm -hmm. physically or oh, this girl is doing all that at the age of 25 and I'm only doing this. And you you always will see better in, at some level than you, but mm-hmm. they're not you. Like you are better in different ways. Comparing is just never going to get you anywhere. It's and so true. my version of better than me is not another person's version of better. It's not. There's this fun thing I actually want to bring up now that you just said that. One of the things that helped me with building my confidence was I first visualized the destination of the person I wanted to be. And I say destination because I knew who I was and who I wanted to be. It was a confident, really well put together woman was not, not that I'm well put together now, but stay tuned. Um, was that <laughs> I knew that I wasn't there, but what I, what I first did is I really outlined again, bringing up Pinterest board and vision board of what I wanted, who I wanted to be, how I dressed, how I felt. And I knew that I wanted to feel empowered. I wanted to be abundant with wealth, with finances. I wanted to be healthy. I wanted to be in a career that I enjoyed. Like I put all these things together and then I started doing the work to get closer to that. But I first had to define like what my version of a better me looked like, which is why I'm glad you brought that up. But it's like defining that. And I have some cool tips that really help with that. And I'm actually glad you brought up detoxing because we mentioned earlier on this episode as well about how serotonin is formed in the gut. If you have an unhealthy gut and your serotonin is your happy hormone and happiness and confidence go hand in hand, you can start with detoxing your body and cleaning out your gut and making space for healthy hormones to be developed. So that is one key thing you can do like with a physical ingestible process, but also there's a lot to be said about body language that you can really do in helping your confidence. Because if you ever notice that we're both tall, Nicole's 5'10", I'm six feet tall. We growing up would hunch over because a lot of our friends are shorter. We feel like we're taking up too much space. We would felt really insecure. So we would hunch and feel small and our shoulders would always be pushed in. And now you can see like both of us sit with a lot of confidence and a lot of grace with our shoulders back because we're claiming space. So when you leave your heart space open and you have your shoulders back and proud, that will bring you a level of confidence mentally because our mental state knows like when we stand big and tall, we take up space. 
we're feeling confident. It releases something good. I don't know what's happening exactly <laughs> on a scientific level, but something put feels them good. Shoulders when you're back. Head, posture tall. Put the shoulders yeah. back, be proud, do a power stance. But there's also things you could do in the mirror. I don't know if you've ever heard of doing this, but standing in the mirror in the beginning of the morning and making direct eye contact with yourself and telling yourself you love yourself 10 times without looking away actually makes you truly fall in love with yourself because you start to trick yourself that when we see that person, we love them. And that's a really good way to start with your body image and with confidence and with your appearance. And then doing the power stance. Have you ever heard of that? Like the superhero power stance where you put your hands on your hips proud and your shoulders back and your chest proud. You have this power stance and you could do that while you say that I love you to yourself. You'll probably start laughing because you'll be like, what the fuck am I doing? Or you'll just be cringing. But over time, you'll start to love yourself again. And also Mel Robbins has something she does where she does the high five method where she high fived herself in the mirror and she just kept doing it every day because she would look in the mirror and be like, I hate myself. I look decrepit. I look old. I look like I'm falling apart. And so anytime she starts to see herself in the mirror, she started associating it with negativity. So she started replacing that with high fives because think about anytime you've high five somebody, do you think of positivity or do you think of negativity? Positive. You likely think of positive. Yeah. You're like, it's happy at high five. We're celebrating something. So because we know that our brain associates high fives with happiness and dopamine release in the, which is like a reward system, you'll release dopamine every time you go to high fives yourself in the mirror. So you can do the power stance. You can tell yourself you love yourself by making eye contact with yourself 10 times or more if you want. And then you can do the high five. And those are really good ways, like with body language, uh, you can start to embody confidence. And one of the other ways that I really love is positive self-talk. We talked about it earlier. You catch yourself judging yourself and judging other people. You really need to replace that. So you need to start recognizing your negative thoughts and challenging them and replacing them with something else, like with positive mantras or positive affirmations, because we know it takes, what is it, 21 days to build a habit. So if you take 21 days reaffirming with yourself that you you love yourself, you appreciate yourself, you, you feel valid in your own body, eventually it will start to be true because mm-hmm. it takes that time to form that habit. And then another another little fun thing is like celebrating your small wins and being proud of yourself and having confidence in what you did in small little moments. That's my few little tips right now. Yeah. I The last one, though, I think is so important. And while you were saying all of that, what came to me was doing hard things. And even if it's not necessarily hard to you, right, but you're going out of your comfort zone mm. and you do it, like be proud of that. And these little wins are going to be what makes you confident. Like mm-hmm. I do things daily that I'm not like, fuck yeah, I want to be here and I want to do this. Like I I go out of my comfort zone a lot. Yeah, especially now. There's so many ways you could do that. You can go to a new workout class where I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing here. Like I just joined a Pilates studio and it was, I, the level one was easy. So were you humbled? So not that it wasn't that hard for me. It was just like, they were saying terms and I'm like, where is that? Like, I don't know what that is. Wait, were you on the reformer? Yes. Oh my God. That's so, I love going to reformer classes with people that have never gone because (laughs) the first time I did, I was getting thrown about on that machine and they're like, ride the carriage to the back. And I, my bitch ass flew off of it. So I firmly remember those times. Okay. Thank you. And what is a carriage? How was I supposed to know that's the carriage? They were like, bring the carriage up front. What the fuck is the carriage? Is there a horse on this? Like where, where are we looking? Yeah. Literally. That's funny. Trying new things though is a really good way. Putting yourself in challenging environments because you'll be proud of yourself that you went and that you're building a new skill set. I think that's a really, really good way. 
Yeah. And most of the times when you're uncomfortable, guess what? You do it. And it wasn't that Mm -hmm. bad. A lot of us have these anxieties of doing things that we've never done, or maybe it's just Mm -hmm. me, but I I (laughs) get nervous when I'm doing things for the first time. And then you realize it wasn't hard at all, or maybe it was a little bit and it was a little uncomfortable, but you did it. And then you slowly become this more confident person. So just doing things that are challenging to you, whether that's physically, mentally, socially, it brings you a long way. I'm actually glad you brought all of this up because one of the, not one of them, every subject in my life that's been difficult this past week that I've been facing that needs change is I keep reminding myself when I get a sense of fear, I'm like, I'm uncomfortable. I'm not scared. I've just never done this before. I keep telling myself that I've never done this before. So I can't expect myself to know it. So it's not that I, it's not that I'm scared or it's not that it's fear. It's just, it's new. And that's what I've been replacing it with. And you said you have to do hard things. And one of the key quotes that I keep telling myself anytime I get in a place of fear is to get to where I've never gone, I have to do the things I've never done. And that actually brings me a lot of peace because I'm like, okay, I don't like the way my life looks like right now. So I want it to look like a version of life I've never had before. It's a place I've never gone. So I have to do things I've never done. And that's the only way I'm going to get there. And then I comfort myself when I'm going through that process when we've never done this before. It's fine. We're not scared. We're just going to keep going, throw ourselves in it, set ourselves on fire. It's fine. But. Yeah. And there's two ways to look at it because it's uncomfortable to be somewhere where you're not necessarily happy. You're not confident in your own skin. You're not confident in just the way you walk right now. And then it's also challenging to do hard things and put yourself out of your comfort zone. So like pick your challenge. Like they're both not easy. Like you could be stuck and stay stuck or you could push yourself and realize that you can do it, but it's also challenging. So like pick your level of challenge. There's this quote for money perspective, making money is hard. Keeping money is hard. Choose your hard. Mm -hmm. That's really relevant in my life because I've been really irresponsible with money for very long and now I'm not being anymore. Now I'm being a a well-behaved girl. Um, But it's also like another one here. Working hard is hard. Not working is hard. Choose your hard. Trying is hard. Failing is hard. Choose your hard. There's always going to be hard things. And also when you're working towards something that you really want in life, it's like you can either do the hard thing and get to it or you can do the hard thing of not having it. And like that's even worse. You know what I mean? Regret costs a lot more than hard work ever will. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Yeah. And that's what is coming up and resonating deeply with me this week because I'm letting go people of my past that have needed to go for a very long time, but I was so attached to them because I didn't trust myself fully to function on my own. So now that I'm finally releasing these people from my life and releasing friendships that take advantage as well, I'm like, oh my God, I'm so excited at the light at the end of the tunnel, but there's a lot I got to do to get there. There's a lot of releasing has to happen. And I just have to remember that I have to choose my hard. I can stay and have a hard time with people that don't fully respect me, or I can have the hard, which is letting them go and building a new life separately. So I'd rather have the one that's separate that at least I can potentially have it feel good versus the one right now that yeah. isn't feeling so great. That in-between period, it is tough to walk through when you're leaving this old version of yourself, but you haven't fully stepped into this new version of yourself. And I want to circle back to getting clear because I think that is super important on getting clear about your goals and getting clear about literally how you want to walk this earth because past versions of myself would be comparing myself to people that I didn't even want to be like. 
So it's like, what are you doing? Get clear. And then you're going to realize the people that I might've compared myself to as a past version of myself, that wasn't as confident. I'm actually using them as inspiration. Like, okay, that's possible. Yeah. I can do that. Exactly. I love using people as proof and evidence versus making myself feel down. It's mm -hmm. so cool to look at, even for people on Instagram who have a beautiful home that they've custom built, which I'm so far from ever being able to do that. I do not have savings. That's another story for another day. Yeah. I look at them, yet, <laughs> emphasis on yet, capital Y-E-T. I don't look at them and be like, I wish I had that. That sucks. I don't have it. I'm like, I'm going to, just don't have it yet. <laughs> and I'm working towards it. And it's so cool that I can see that someone who's just turning 30 was able to buy their first home and they're able to custom decorate it and custom build it and that's cool that's it's possible i'm glad it's possible thank you for proving that it's possible now i can go walk that path too if i want to everything is possible but don't be jealous and look at it in a sense of oh my god like i don't have that turn inwards and be like how can i help myself get there what steps can i take to feel more financially abundant or feel more at home within my space now. There's always things you can do to mm -hmm. make it better. And also just being grateful for what you already have really truly has helped my confidence because maybe like two years ago, I never have written down a list of what I'm grateful for, to be honest. <laughs> like I just, yeah. And not that I wasn't a grateful person, but I didn't realize how much I actually had. And now it's when I'm having those hard days, I immediately just go back to, and it feels like everything's going wrong, which was the past mm -hmm. week. I went back to what I'm grateful for and it really mm -hmm. helps change your perspective right away. And it doesn't let you get into that not confident comparing version of yourself. Imagine how shit life would be if we could just have everything we wanted and we never had challenges and we'd never actually have fulfillment because you never had to work towards anything. And while it's just coming to mind why I say I look at people as proof and evidence, one of the things on one of Mel Robbins podcast episodes was that she said, you having desire for that, stop thinking you're jealous. It's not jealousy. It's desire. You have desire to have more in your life. And that's amazing. Like switch that jealousy to show it. I have desire for a better outcome for myself. So a better home or I want to be more active. Be excited. That person was able to spark desire within you because desire is what we need in life to feel fulfilled. It gives us something to work towards. So be grateful that you have desire for something more for yourself by looking at that person's life. You're like, oh, cool. Now I have something to work towards versus being like, I have less than like, no, life is about going and having goals and challenges. And it's about the journey and experiences. So I enjoy the experience of working towards that. Break it down into what qualities does that person have? When you think about just ways you can change yourself within and mm -hmm. qualities that you can embody to get yourself closer to that, that can also help you. So it really is easy to build confidence. It's just getting clear on what we want and what qualities we want to embody. Yeah. And one of the things that just made me think of when you were just saying that was when you're looking at other people's lives, stop comparing your day one to someone's year five. They're not the same. You don't go and look at a 50 year old man's success and compare it to a 20 year old's. That would be absurd. That person had 30 years on them and 30 years of challenges and hard work to get to where they're at. So stop comparing yourself on your day one or your day 20 to someone's year five. That's insane. It doesn't work that way. Even for me right now, like someone I really resonate with and what they're doing in life is Melissa Woodhealth. I had no idea how old she was because she looks fucking awesome. She's 40. I'm turning 28 this week. How can I expect my life to look like what her life looks like in a year from now? That is yeah. so unrealistic. She's 40. She put in the work to get there. And I have 12 more years to even reach the same caliber. 
that gave me peace, just realizing I cannot compare where someone is at and the work that they've done to myself. And I should also look at them and be like, wow, good for you for putting in the work. I got some work to do. Yeah. One of the other things I really like to do with building confidence um, internally is when you receive a compliment from someone, don't be like, oh no, don't be silly. No, take it and say, thank you so much versus pushing it off because that means that you don't believe in yourself of that. So it's taking compliments versus downplaying them because you cannot downplay yourself. You have to hype yourself up. You need to be your biggest hype girl. And that's why I say go in the mirror and talk to yourself and tell yourself you love yourself because you need to love yourself first before anybody else can. That is so true. And right now I am definitely the most in love with myself than I've ever been. I would say I still want to fall more in love with myself and it's a work in progress, but it's so interesting that you say that because before maybe a year ago, people would compliment me and maybe I wouldn't, I would say thank you, but I would feel almost like, thanks, like awkward. And now when people compliment me, I'm like, thank you. Because you know what? I actually did work hard to put my makeup on and look good. So Mm -hmm. thank you for appreciating it. And once you really love yourself and notice the beauty within you, I think it's going to be easier to actually accept compliments from others because that's how it was for me. Don't downplay praise and surround yourself with the right people. Because if you surround yourself with people that are extremely insecure. And I think we've probably brought this up every single episode. You are the average of the five people you surround yourself with. Really take inventory on who you are surrounding yourself with because if you are surrounding yourself with people that are insecure, have so much negative self-talk, always calling themselves fat, beating themselves up, and all of your five friends look like that, I can guarantee you that you're probably just as insecure and feeling extremely low. So be careful who you surround yourself with. Like They can make you feel small, make you feel limited, So like, don't let people's limiting beliefs about themselves rub off on you. Be careful who you surround yourself with. I could talk about that for an hour. And Mm -hmm. insecure friends are the worst friends to have. Maybe that's bad to say, but they will bring you down. Insecure people are scratching to bring confident people down, whether it's subconsciously, consciously. Mm -hmm. Misery loves company. So be careful. Because when people are feeling down and out, they want someone to make them feel validated. So they will find validation through making you also feel down and out. Oh, my God. And like backhanded compliments. Oh, my God. Oh, I can't. Not a fan of backhanded compliments. With this isolation phase that I'm going through and solitude phase, I am so picky with who I spend my time with. And the past year, I really cleansed out my closed circle. And there was a lot of people that I would hang out with and it's not laughing together. It's laughing at me. They're making fun of me. And this ain't really that funny because I am like a goofy person. I'm extroverted, especially when I'm with my friends. So I really vibe well with people that can be goofy and not take themselves seriously because I think with people that are insecure, take life too seriously and not really in a good headspace, like I feel the judgment from a hundred feet away. Mm, I don't know if I said it to you or not, but I meant to, it was a TikTok video that I saw yesterday and it was about exactly that. And it was a girl talking about how she embodies confidence. And she was like, I do not spend time with people that I know spend time with people that put me down. Mm -hmm. So like, I will not be friends with somebody who is befriending a person who I know has spoken down upon me. I can't trust that when I leave the room. I also myself, I stopped hanging out with people who would talk shit about their friends and go hang out with them. I don't want to be in that circle because what do you say when I leave the room? 
I don't want to be in that. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I don't want to be in that kind of thing. So with, with that knowledge, be surrounding yourself with people who think highly of you and empower you. And that will help encourage your confidence versus decreasing it based on hanging out with insecure people and just being really mindful, really, really mindful of how you speak to yourself and how the people around you speak to themselves. Yeah. And every friendship is energy exchanges at some level. Like us, we literally never talk shit. And it's just a positive no. energy. Like whenever I see you in person, we're literally or vibing. Call, yeah, like we're just talking and like, in, we talk about hard things and maybe like negative things that we're going through, but we're not talking about outside people or like to put them down. Yeah. That's like, crazy. What? No, it's pointless. And when I get people sending me videos, like, look what she's doing. Why is she doing that? Aurora used to get people sending me videos, trying to make fun of somebody. Like, that annoys me. It yes, don't fucking do put on other women. Stop. Stop doing because that. Because you look you look bad. Yeah. You like look, if I'm talking shit. Somebody? If I'm talking shit, someone tell me that I look like an idiot and I look bad. Yeah. No, know that. If you anybody, this is a PSA. If anyone, if you're spending time talking shit, it's not nice. You you could be better. Let's be better. Something I realized was when you judge other people, you're actually judging yourself. And yeah. when I'm in my most authentic confident version of myself and people are judging me like you're just triggering them because yeah. they're not that uh, okay there's two things you brought up that one they just there's a thing about energy we're gonna loop back to that I, that you made me think of yeah but i have this theory and it's the human notification theory and it's like you know when you get a text on your phone and you get a notification you don't want to read it human beings can be your human notification so For instance, if I'm feeling extremely insecure and Nicole is feeling like on top of the world and I see her living out her best life, you're my human notification that I'm doing less. So I'm going to project it on you and think you're the problem, but I'm the problem because I've been avoiding my responsibilities of doing the hard work to get me closer to where I want to be. So I have this theory that people can be your human notifications and it can be a negative thing or can be positive. Like someone can be your human notification online that's working out really hard. She's a human notification that I need to work out and I need to remind myself to be healthy. Or you can look at it and be like, she's reminding me that I'm doing less. But about energy, I want to remind you when you're in a place of comparison, when you're on this journey of striving towards being a more confident version of yourself, is that jealousy, envy is such a low frequency, such a low vibration that you will hardly attract anything positive to your life, which is why you feel like absolute shit. That's your energy sinking, that you are not able to attract anything great. You're just attracting more negativity into your life. So catch yourself when you're getting into those jealous and envious modes and go back to your gratitude list, like you mentioned earlier, because you need to get yourself out of that low vibration. Nothing good happens there. It only instills more misery, doubt, and pain. So get out of that vibration immediately. And it's not easy when you're in that to get out. Hence last week when I was having a mental breakdown about my Mm -hmm. chin acne and then like small things are happening. I'm like, holy shit, my life sucks. It's very easy to spiral into the negatives. So Mm -hmm. with what we just said, surrounding yourself with positive people that do inspire you in some way and getting clear on what you want and being grateful for what you have, you need to do it. And then you can get out of it. If you want to truly be confident and live a life where you can wake up every day and stay in this confident vibration of yourself, you have to do those things. You have to be willing to put in the work for sure. Thank you for listening to our rant today, guys. It has been an absolute 
roller coaster of random shit, but I feel like it's pretty useful. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you had a laugh with us. But before we close this out, Nicole, journal prompt queen, will you please do us the honor? One that comes on top of mind is super simple and easy. And it's just, what are 10 things that I like about myself? And that could be anything physical, mental, your life in general. And then three habits that you can do this week that will take you a little bit out of your comfort zone and you can collapse for yourself at the end of this week by doing them. So guys, to close today out, reminder that confidence is a whole journey. We'll probably dive into a lot more in every other episode, but while you're here with us, reminder to go look at yourself in the mirror, tell yourself you love yourself 10 times tomorrow morning and high five yourself. And I want you to do that for the next couple of days and come back and let us know how you feel. But just a reminder, we do have an anonymous situation submission on our website. You can go submit it. You put your anonymous name. We'll call it out on either TikTok or Instagram. It's your opportunity to let us know what you're going through in life or ask us for advice. So please feel free to go there. Follow us on TikTok and Instagram at Wellness Members Club. And we are so excited to have you. See you guys next week. Bye, guys.